Hey friends, welcome back to the Street Cred Podcast. I'm your host, Elijah Delport. Today, I wanted to speak about selling the conceptual. Now, to unpack this vitally important concept, pun intended, in the streetwear community, in the streetwear industry, uh, I first, I need to give some context around this, that everything we buy is attached to an unsaid greater purpose. Now, instinctively, you know this, though. Let me explain. For instance, we buy food for the greater purpose of fulfilling hunger. Okay, obvious, duh, right? We buy a pillow, for example, to fulfill the purpose of comfort or uh, to fulfill aesthetic in uh, in a home on the couch. Um, And so this says to me that, that no one actually really cares about the pillow. What they really care about is the unsaid greater purpose that is behind the motivation to purchase the pillow. Okay, so so that's that's what it means when it says when we're selling the conceptual, it would be to market not the pillow, but to market this pillow will bring you good aesthetic or it'll bring you comfort, right? And so it's actually going to the other side of the equation and addressing it at the end. Okay, so then to let, let's link this to streetwear. I'm going to present to you that. The unsaid greater purpose for clothing is, for, is to fulfill identity. All right, let me back this up. How do we know? Well, if we look at clothing by itself in its material form, it's uh, cotton, maybe leather. I don't know. It is, uh, is a bag clothing. Let's say it is for today. So we have a leather bag from Louis Vuitton. And I'm going to put an arbitrary number as a price tag on it. Let's say it costs $10,000. I'm sure there are Louis Vuitton bags that cost that much and excess of $10,000. But for the sake of this, uh, this point, let's just agree that this Louis Vuitton, this leather Louis Vuitton bag costs $10,000. Now, I think we can also agree that this leather Louis Vuitton bag in material costs does not cost $10,000 or is not worth $10,000 if you were to buy it uh, just to break even uh, it, uh, from the perspective of Louis Vuitton. And may, maybe that's obvious. Yeah, I'm sure it has a very high quality, but it's not that much. Okay. And so you make the argument, yes, they still need to make a profit, but there's other companies out there that sell bags of similar, similar quality. They have the leather Though the only difference, or there's two differences actually. The first is the price tag is, is, is far lesser than that of the Louis Vuitton bag. And the other difference is that, of course, it doesn't have the Louis Vuitton logo on it. And so you have technically the same bag here two times, though one is selling it much less than the other. And so this is where we go, well, there's actually another factor at play here. Maybe the material cost, the cotton, the leather, so on and so forth, actually isn't what a customer is buying when they approach clothing. So, so then we ask the question, so what is the unsaid greater purpose or the motivator behind pur- purchasing 
Clothing, what is the purchase of a clothing piece or a garment by a customer attempting to, to fulfill? Okay, this is where we say identity. We know, everyone knows that you, if you are holding or wearing a Louis Vuitton bag, you there's something about you. There is a higher status attached to you. And so this, this is a sense of identity that has motivated whoever this buyer is to spend that $10,000 over an, another identical $1,000 bag because they know that the Louis Vuitton logo has value to them that is beyond the materials and the designs. And that is to do with identity, what they wish to say to the world. So that, that means there's, there's a sense of self-worth and also community. And that's to say that, that our desire to seek this identity via status is very much ingrained instinctual. It's in our DNA. It's that if we, I suppose we believe that if we uh, obtain a certain level of status, then we'll be accepted by our peers around us, right? So it's about get, gaining community. And we know, you know, from, from our uh, primal ancestors that community was vitally important and arguably still is to our survival. In terms of hunting, you know, we need community to survive. And then today, you know, with mental health, community is vitally important. And so it's, it's absolutely ingrained in our DNA to seek the status, to seek community. And that comes through the identity that is represented in that Louis Vuitton bag. That is not in an identical $1,000 bag. There is not as strong a sense of identity there. Okay. So now we understand what the greater unsaid purpose is of clothing, that is to fulfill a sense of identity for the customer. We no longer have to simply market the materials and designs that I so often see in streetwear campaigns about the softness or GSM of a garment. These things don't address the greater unsaid purpose. And unfortunately, it means that these streetwear brands, maybe your streetwear brand, cannot command as high a price as maybe Louis Vuitton can. So the solution to this is to simply market their true desired purpose, the true desire, unfulfilled greater purpose that they're trying to fulfill with this product, which is identity. Louis Vuitton for many, many, many years has done this through identity marketing. They first understood what is the brand identity for Louis Vuitton. And this goes beyond who is our demographic and what age are they and are they married or not. This is really about what is the message that Louis Vuitton is trying to portray. And then what they've done is not left it there, but they've done, they've applied the brand identity to identity marketing by simply t telling the world through campaigns, through now social media as well what the message of Louis Vuitton is. And that simply is identity marketing. That is addressing the greater unsaid purpose that is able to command a higher price from customers, that is able to command and build a loyal customer base. So I, I, the other thing I wanted to, to suggest is that identity is not fixed. And what I mean by that is that in Louis Vuitton, it would be very easy to say that their only thing is just, you know, 
their only thing that they're marketing is just luxury or a high status. But there's actually uh, statuses within different areas of interest, within different messages, identities, interests, hobbies, so on and so forth. Let, let me explain. So for so if we consider Louis Vuitton to be a, a brand that is marketing ident- an identity within luxury, right? It's quite general, quite broad, but they were early in the space, so they could do it. Let's look at um, Alternatively Supreme, another one of those brands that are creating, yes, quality garments, but are, are definitely selling uh, garments at a price much higher than the rest of the market. Um, they're niched or, or, or hyper-focused inside of the identity of a skater or a creative in recent years as well. But but let's just look at um, a skateboarder. Um, and, and so... So here, here we see an example of an identity other than luxury being portrayed in a streetwear brand and the results that that um, entails. And so what this really means for you, dear streetwear brand, is that if you don't want to be a luxury streetwear brand, you don't have to. And you already know that. Maybe you are, maybe you're not already, and you don't want to change, of course. But it means that you can apply the same concepts of addressing the identity of your customers if they're interested in skating or if they're interested in basketball or whether it's whatever it is, whether it's um, uh, film or anime or music or um, it could be so many other things. Maybe it's fitness. My, Nike did that sort of thing as well as basketball with the Jordans. But, but the point is, the, point, the whole point is here is what is the message we're trying to say and who are we saying it to, right? And it needs to be hyper-focused and specific. If you look at the uh, Instagram page, social media page of Nike, um, you won't see one campaign. You won't see, you won't see one uh, advertisement or promotion, anything talking about the materials or the designs of their garments. It is simply material that speaks and preaches their message, which is about telling stories of what it means to be an athlete. And so that every person that wears a Nike garment, wears that logo on their shirt, they get to represent that they're redefining what it means to be an athlete as Nike is. All right, that's a perfect example. And we've seen their number one streetwear brand in the world um, on every metric. And, and so this is a perfect example of a streetwear brand that is, has considered selling the conceptual. Nike isn't selling clothing. Nike is selling a lifestyle. And that lifestyle is redefining what it means to be an athlete. So there's a few examples for you. Um, I hope this was helpful. Uh, these are things that you can apply to your streetwear brand now and today that are wildly profitable for both you and your customers. It's giving more value to your customers. It's putting more money in your pocket because you can command higher prices. You can sell out clothing drops quicker uh, and you can create a higher demand for your product. Um, Not to mention that your customers get to express their own sense of identity through your garments you build a loyal customer base in the process. It's fantastic. And this is the very thing that separates the big guys from the little guys. I want to invite you to join my mailing list. I send daily emails, 60 second reads of tips just like this 
um, though much shorter. In fact, this very podcast is covering a concept that I spoke about briefly in writing on my mailing list. And so it's a daily email. Daily email is not for everyone, but it helps me keep my mind sharp to keep my ideas flowing in terms of in terms of my own learning. And also, um, I believe it to be really very helpful for streetwear brands looking to build and grow their loyal customer base. They're looking to be one of the big guys um, into the future. Um, they're wanting to get the inside information not inside information, but the information for for the difference for what is separating the big guys and the little guys. So you can access that via the link in the description wherever you are listening or watching, or you can just visit www.winkfilms.com. It is the first link at the top. It says mailing list. It's very easily. All I need is your email. I don't ask for anything else. If you did find this valuable today and you think that a colleague or a friend of yours would benefit from it, please consider sharing this episode or my mailing list as well. I very much appreciate it and I I just want to take this moment to say thank you very much for being such a loyal listener or if it's your first time, welcome. Um, I'm so glad to have you. Well, that's all from me for this week. Until next week, bye now.